0: Before the ranger creed is recited by a formation of rangers at a ceremony you will always hear the narrator say will all rangers past and present please join as we recite the ranger creed every ranger will stand and as they say those six stanzas they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood that feeling is hard to describe however it's one that never leaves you it's a connection that spans a globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, hey, Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization. And when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story. And for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen the stories from the legends of the 75th all right hey welcome everybody i am i'm beside myself with excitement because i get to sit down to somebody that (laughs) i appreciate it i get to sit down with somebody that i've wanted to for really a long time and he doesn't even know this but when we started talking about uh doing this podcast This was you were one of the first people that actually came up um, in discussion with a lot of people, Um, but one thing that we've tried to be cognizant of is is we probably don't want to talk to people while they're still serving, while they're still in the ranger regiment. You know, we create you know issues for them, you know, and all that stuff. So I've been waiting patiently have day re- two in retirement, man. Got <laughs> me. Yeah, got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, also what helped is, is, you know, you said you're coming down to uh, Columbus. So that just even worked out better. And Yuma Barnett being awesome that he is. Hey, thanks, leading, man. Yeah. Leading uh, leading vulnerability uh, with vulnerability podcast. Let us use his studio. So if you haven't heard already, uh, we have the 19th Regimental Command Sergeant Major of the 75th Ranger Regiment, Kurt Donaldson um, on this episode. Uh, if, if I started going into his career and his accolades and everything that he's done, um, we would probably fill an entire podcast with it. So, you know, one is, is he has 21 deployments. We can't confirm. Uh, maybe the community as a large can kind of help us. Uh, I think it's probably one of the most of the entire range. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but uh, it's got to definitely be high up there, brother. Um, he also served uh, in 375, 175, and RSTB. The 375 is a SAR major. Or I'm sorry, RSTB is a SAR yep, major. And then, yep, and then the 75th SAR major as well. Yep. Um, and numerous other, you know, countless uh, awards, you know, one for Valor, and uh, a lot of other, you know, things that he's done. Um, but anyway, Kurt,
1: how are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me, uh, for the folks watching. I appreciate you guys tuning in. But uh, I didn't know how I felt about doing this. Yeah, I know. And still, you know, we're here. But uh, I I think it's important that uh, um, folks kind of reflect. I think that's part of what we should be doing when we're kind of leaving service. Right. Um, And then maybe some young folks are watching. Maybe they'll pick something up or, you know, maybe we can uh, pass on some lessons. I know this isn't the kind of the forum for like lessons learned and stuff, but I I think we owe the generations before us. Yeah. Uh one, uh, to, to reconnect with someone who maybe they watch the podcast and they're like, well, you know, maybe I should go to a rendezvous next year. Yeah, okay. Or, you know, maybe I should reach out to somebody or maybe it spurs a trigger something that we're, hey, maybe I need to get back in the Ranger family because it's, it's Ranger for life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mike, Mike Allball and Craig Bishop and Mike Hall and those guys all started that a few
0: years back and it's,
1: yeah. it's going pretty well, but –
0: yeah, I agree. I think you know there's multiple aspects. I think one is you know pulling people back into the fold, encouraging people to come back in the fold. But you know, I think I don't I don't know if you ever got an opportunity to do it. I know you were down at three seven five, so maybe you got an opportunity more. But I was a young corporal, and I got to go down and, and be a guidon bearer for a Korean War Ranger like reunion. And all we did was we just stood there with the guidons, you know, representing the companies. But hearing those Korean War, you know, those Rangers from the Korean War tell their stories, like it was one of the best weekends of my life. My point is, is we can't do that anymore to the World War II, some of the Vietnam and the Korean War, you know, those guys. I would love to hear their stories, For sure, their, their individual accounts, not just of war, but just of being a Ranger, yep. you know? And this is something that hopefully maybe we can kind of do that yeah. and it'll be passed down. They from- were down the one Merrill's Marauders. He's just about an hour South of Pittsburgh now. Yeah. It's last one. He is the last one. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah. Uh, the one that Clay UC refused uh, refers to all the time. Uh, he just recently passed away and yep. I apologize. I can't remember his name. But, uh, you know, I think you bring up a great point, you know, that we get to talk to these individuals. you know, and it's your story and your time in the 75th, but you've impacted so many people you've been with, you know, you've raised a generation of Rangers in multiple different capacities. So it's also their story as well. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think... um... We had we had some notes here to kind of go over, but uh, so <laughs> my name's Kurt Donaldson. I, I got to the Ranger Regiment in uh, December 1996. I was assigned to uh, Three Charlie yeah. a Weapon Squad, Gun Eight, Ammo bearer, No big deal, right? Wow, you got to remember start somewhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Gun Eight, right? All right. But yeah, um, I spent uh, some time in Weapon Squad, and, and I went, you know, First Squad Alpha Team Leader, and then Third Squad Leader Weapon Squad Leader, and then. Um, very quick synopsis went to uh AT, you know, yeah, and then across the street, the air NCO billet, and then platoon sergeant two alpha should probably put some times on this. So, two alpha platoon sergeant uh 05 to 07, back across the street to be the LO NCO. Um, and then uh, I was supposed to go to 175 in true regimental fashion. I, uh, sold my house and, uh, <laughs> I sold my house and I sold my house and like a day later, they're like, hey, Vic Ballesteros just got picked up for Sergeant Major. He's going to the academy. We need you to like divert to the SDB to be the ma- To I was a junior master sergeant and uh, go over there and be the officer I made it for nine months. So I,
0: <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Yeah, it was great. That it, uh, it, was, it was pretty neat. But um, yeah, did, went, did the SDB thing and at the time. You know a lot of deployments and stuff, but uh, during, I don't know. Uh, the officer major in the STB is a pretty unique gig. Um, he doesn't necessarily deploy mm. that much during that time frame, so learned a ton. I was was right in the frago every week. Yeah, I was like me, and, you know, it was me and a couple captains keeping keeping the fort down, you know, holding the <laughs> fort down while while everyone was out, you know, in combat. And then I uh, went over, took uh, deco one seven five. And then uh, spent a couple, two and a half years there from 10 to 12. And then was S2 NCIC and then uh, picked up Sergeant Major. I went to Jasofsee. Yep. And then came back. I was Officer Major. And then I got to do Abrams Charter. Yeah. Did 20 straight years in the regiment. And they're like, (laughs) you know, that's great. Go do Abrams Charter. So I got got to go to Fort Bragg. Yeah. I was uh, 2 Fury CSM for about 18 months. Did a nine month trip to Mosul. With those guys cleared uh, east and west mosul and then Afar, and then and redeployed and then very quickly korea was happening at the time so we came back did a did a regiment model for uh, right. redeployment stuff and then very quickly got spun up to to be ready for korea and then came back and took the stb and then You know, if you stick around long enough, people forget how screwed up you are and ended up being the RSM, right? (laughs) I don't know. know, You know, you just got to outlive these folks, right? All the (laughs) people that know how how jacked up you are, they just kind of go away and then they're like, oh, that guy's pretty squared away. I am almost positive. That's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how. Talk to Mike Hall. Talk to Mike Hall. He'll tell you. You end up, uh, at some point, you end up surviving. You know, you just don't get hurt and, you know, don't get major injury. Don't get, you know, banged up in combat. And then... You know the list gets shorter as the days go get, yeah. go along. You know people have ex- expiration dates and stuff, but and that's been a good ride, man. I, I appreciate you having me on, but um, I guess one thing I wanted to bring up, so I'm, yeah, I'll please. say it now before before please. we're done. Um, just be proud of what what um, of the era that you served, mm-hmm. right? So if you if you got here and you know in seventy four post Vietnam and you know and you weren't with SeCO and you didn't do Desert One. Like, be proud of your service at 1st Battalion. Yeah. You know, and then if you got here and you missed you missed Grenada and, you know, and you, you did four years or three years or whatever you did, be proud of that. Yeah. All right. It's not just wartime service to the regiment because, you know, we evolved. The regiment, I say we, they, they evolve every day, mm, every week, do. every month, every year. So if you came here and, and you were here for, you know— you're here for, you know, maybe not six months because you're probably terrible and they rfs you, <laughs> you know. life, yeah. whatever, you you know, you came, you whatever. But um, I think uh, I think maybe the GWAT stuff that went on went on for so long, I think some of the some of the folks that came and and didn't have an opportunity to deploy, yeah, or at least an opportunity to deploy with the regiment, you know, it's a pyramid for you know the rank structure and stuff moving up, but I think there was this, maybe a little bit, maybe not a rift, maybe rifts the wrong term, but there was like this sense of, you know, well, I, I didn't, I never deployed. And, you know, yeah. I was a nineties guy. I got here in 96, man. Well, I, I trained know. my ass off yeah until, you know, September 01. Yeah. And then it like, we trained harder, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. everyone remembers where they were September 11th, but um, we were supposed to um, 375. Um, we were supposed to jump and do a 20 miler out to the field and do like a 10 day field problem. Mm -hmm. And again, guys, this was like 22 years, a long time ago. So my memory, you know, it's been a long time ago. So if I'm off a couple days here, forgive me, but, uh, so we didn't and we, everybody came into work and stuff. And then, um, we went to the field the next day and we did a bunch of live fires and you did ambush live fires and all this, you know, squad live fires and did a bunch of really great training, but we did, we walked, we walked 20 miles back because you know, you can't skip a 20 miler. No, absolutely and not. And we were, we were like super pissed because we we're like the free world was attacked and here we are <laughs> we're doing a 20 mile, oh, it was the fastest 20 mile we ever did. Man. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. No, no breaks. Like everybody were just pissed. We just walking, <laughs> walking back. It's always good to walk angry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we were, we were moving out.
0: This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.